Welcome to another episode of Kick It Forward. I'm Josh Gallagher, the disgraced sports journalist, and this is the only newsroom to tell it how it is. Remember to yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us, and we'll share it. We had someone at a, a gaming convention on the weekend, someone at the Ashes. Well done to them. We've got a very special pod today. We're back from Melbourne. We're ready to talk shop. And we've got cricket fever. It's in the oh air, guys. God, take down the palms. Oh. Take down the Can palms. You calm down. Now, I've got a soft spot for the palms. You know, I lived in the UK for a few years, guys. So. Don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> Harry's big thing is when people say, oh, we went to London in the last June. He goes, oh, yeah, London, love this time of year. Yeah. And then it comes out he was there when he was five. Well, I was genuinely born there. So if anyone uh, has, has oh, that that's even to better. Me. That's even better. Wait. Yeah, I was born there. Interesting oh. fact. My little brother was born there too because I was there for three years. Oh, cool. So, Can um, we get rid of the shit chat, guys? Because we actually went to went a cool somewhere. town. Yeah, pretty cool town on the weekend. I'm so glad that like you finally guys have experienced what it is to go to like a big city and you know experience the big city life. You know, we try to get by. <laughs> All right, Matt, skip, <laughs> skip intro, skip intro. <laughs> we went to Melbourne on a flying plane. We stayed in Richmond and we went insane. These cops, alcohol, and lots of fun. We're in Melbourne, so you better <laughs> tell everyone. So we went to Melbourne. Uh, Whoa! Go back. What? Awesome song. What do you call that? Uh, just put one. <laughs> I don't know. What's no, the I'm backing blushing. track at the end? What's the actual song? Oh, it's Wax It. Uh, WA, uh, WA band. I Dennis thought Smitty. you filmed, recorded and sung the entire thing, but no, I'm still impressed. Yeah, so we went to Melbourne on the weekend. We stayed in Richmond. We were there for a dabble for a, a one-off event. But the main reason was we were going to Melbourne to meet Josh Giddy. For those that don't know, he's the second year player, going to his third, um, unbelievable player, about to play in his first World Cup, almost o- guaranteed. Of NBA, name the sport. NBA, NBA, mm. basketball. Pretty tall to other people in this room. Well, it, it was, sorry, just to interrupt you, Josh, before we get into this, it, it was a Giddy Watch. It was an in-person Giddy Watch. Giddy Watch, Giddy Watch. We all, we all, we all, we all, we met. Hey now, you're an That's right, we met Josh Giddy, finally. Yoo-hoo! So he's talking about a lot of building up to this and we get there and we've got this special video with him. It's all it's all organised. We're going to walk in there, maybe even get a little interview so we can put it on the podcast. You know, what, that's what the fans do. And we got that. Wait, no, no, we didn't. No, no, uh, we didn't. No. Not even anything close. Well, pretty well, close. Yeah. We did uh, meet him. You happen to be wearing a Josh Giddy yeah. Thunder jersey, Harry. Signed. Signed. Yes. Yeah, by oh Josh Giddy. That was the craziest thing. They're giving away like 300 or 200 of those all signed. They um, gave me like his exact size because it fits me so well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> mm. So we met. Josh Giddy at the start, it was before everything and started rolling because they had a, a live stream event there. And uh, he's just a really nice guy. He seems really down to earth still. He hasn't signed that 50. Apparently, it's when you hit 50 million US a year, that's probably when you become a dick. Right now, he's still on 7 million. So he's a really, no, he's a really nice Poor. dude. He's uh, got that uh, He's got that weird blend of Australian-American accent I don't think he. Do, I don't think he does that strong. 100%. Everyone in America would be like, yo, you got the strongest Australian accent. And everyone here is like, no, you sound American. Now. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, you've got that weird British accent from just hanging around in no, the Golden don't, Triangle. Man. That, oh, <laughs> that's and being that's born, rubbish, man. mate. <laughs> I said, oh, do you ever notice all those TikToks where they say, man, Josh Giddy is proof that you don't need any moves in the NBA. Just go past your player with your left hand and dunk it. And I asked him about it. He goes, yeah, man, I see it all. I fucking see it all. And it's funny. It's good he said that and wasn't like, what? I haven't seen that. Would they say that about me? And then you'd have to explain. Were you more were you more friend or fan? Uh, at that stage it was more fan probably. And then I realised the age gap and it was quite no, interesting. I think 10 minutes after meeting, uh, I heard you, the first thing you said to him was like, oh, you know, I interviewed you and stuff. And then um, 10 minutes after 
you said hello to him, you said, oh, it must be so annoying. Like people were just going like, oh, you're so tall and stuff. And the thing you said to him straight away was, oh, you used to be so small and then you grew up heaps. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't did say that. I said, I said, oh, man, I, re- I remember I interviewed you and he goes, oh, yeah, I remember that because he just got to the AIS. And, um, and then he goes – uh, I was like, oh yeah, you've shot up a bit, and it was pretty chill. Oh. And then I fist bumped and dabbed him up. Funniest bit later on is um, we saw him. They're doing photos. We were like, oh, I should probably get a photo for the pod, even though we've already spoken to him. And it makes sense. We're here all the way. And George's like, man, what we should get him to do right is you guys all crouch and Josh Giddy, and then I'll stand above and we'll take a photo. And there's like this line. It's really hard to get a photo. He's being pulled out at all angles. And then George is like, man, it'd be funny. I was like, I don't think he – I'm not doing that. Like, Would have been funny. Be, Would have been it, funny. It's going to be awkward. We, you firstly have to explain that to a tall person who doesn't like me at all and he's walking out. And George is like, no, man, it's like a funny thing. Everyone you told was like, that's the dumbest idea. I don't know if you ever like to stand on. You literally told him, cheese. you've grown up that's a bit. That's not how I said it. Did you pinch his cheek and ruffle his hair? You know what's really funny is thank you to all the podcast listeners who photoshopped the photo that we had with Josh Giddy. Um, I had a very good laugh over the weekend. Yes, <laughs> it was funny, I must admit. I must admit. Now, I've got a quick uh, synopsis of the best ones. So first of all, there was the OG, just us with Giddy, with Georgia being 5'7". Uh, then there's Georgia being 5'7", with Paddy Cripps and Tom Mitchell, who are also there, the Brownlee medalists. Mm-hmm. Then someone photoshopped D-Roy, believed to make him about 3'7". Then someone extended his head and brain to the same height as Josh Giddy, but left the body the same. Then they changed all Giddy's faces to ours. Uh, then someone just did a police lineup and made his line five seven. Then made him seven foot nine. Um, changed all our heads to other famous short people. So um, Dinklage, Dink- to, uh, the mini me from Austin Powers guy, uh, Hasbullah. Yeah. And then another yeah. guy just sent all his face for no reason. One of my mate's brothers. <laughs> uh, Kick It Forward podcast uh, on Instagram if you want to go and check yeah. out all those uh, photos. That's funny. That's funny. A- <laughs> it's funny because I'm 5'9". I'm um, mm. Now, boys, I made a, made a discovery. You know, we've been on a few trips together now. And, um, you know, you think you know someone. You think you know someone. And then you spend a bit of time with them. You live in a three-by-one Airbnb for two nights. I'm going to present this in the form of a movie trailer. Oh my God. What is all this yellow around my sink? Oh my God, my toothbrush! This summer, no sink is safe. <laughs> Babe, he's been here. Why would he do that? The toilet was free. I thought he was just sinking piss. I didn't know he pissed sinks. <laughs> Who the fuck would do such a thing? Josh Garland is sink pisser. <laughs> But seriously, use the fucking bathroom. Grub. Oh. <laughs> Josh pisses in sinks. Look, okay, we're in an If Airbnb- that wasn't clear. We're in a three-bedroom Airbnb with one bathroom and someone's doing an airplane poo with that, which has been brewing for the entire time, being as dense as possible. And I'm like, oh, far out, I really have to pee. Georgia goes, oh, I'm next. So I go, fuck it, I'll just go in the sink. And Georgia, you should have heard him go, no! <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that is not how it went. Harry did a poo and then I said, I'm going to piss. I went into piss and you go, well, if you're taking a piss, I'll just go in the sink. Uh, I'll remind you that no drinks were had at this point. This isn't a, ah, we've all pissed. This is when we it. got home at night. This was when this, we this, got there after the flight. This that, was the first day. Like, we didn't have a single drink. This isn't one of those, like, I got drunk and pissed in the sink. That's I'd, not true I'd at allow all. that. This is a, I can't wait 30 seconds. I'm pissing in the sink. This Where was after two- filming on Friday. This is yeah, after yeah. filming. This wasn't after the flight. This was after filming. Oh, how many drinks did you have? 
I'd probably like four at the event, like in a minute. Nah. No, no, no. 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 To be fair, though, I know you're worried about the hygiene, but I scrubbed off all the stains with your toothbrush, so it was fine. (laughs) Yeah, my toothbrush um, was right there. I approved it. Giorgio, what if someone's pooing and the basin's so close you could piss in the sink from when you're sitting on the toilet? Is that approved? There'd be, like, a lot of collateral there because it's not like your stream is... You like don't know when my stream. <laughs> what? Giorgio operates slow. Watching him do the trigonometry You're, to figure out pissing in the sink just then like looks like he's going that's backwards. Sounds, carry the one. Hey, piss travels know. in a trajectory form on a slight axis. Giorgio, that, there's a lot of stream assumption going on here. Ooh, like one of my most hated. <laughs> play types. the trailer. Play the trailer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nice trailer. I'm, I'd say uh, that. Sink pisser. Shame on you for shaming me. There was a garden outside. You could have gone there. It was cold. I actually had a few more things from Melbourne. Uh, I didn't try and get out of there as quickly as possible because I like Melbourne. You guys just leaving so early. I don't get it. Yeah, we left on Saturday. You stayed till like midnight on uh, uh, Sunday. Sunday. Make the most of your week. Despite weekend. you not paying for the flights. Yeah, you were like, no, nah, let's come back as late as possible. I started actually said to my friend Cammy Neville, so thanks to him for the hospitality. But I um, wanted to bring on a couple of things. First of all, uh, when we did the flight over, mm. Josh standing up before the seatbelt sign had been switched off after we landed. Um, are you getting on that trend? I was, I was uh, trying it's to been do a I was, funny trend. I was trying to do the trend, and then, and then yeah. I, I had headphones since I didn't see it, so I fucked it up. And then George goes, "Go, na- go now!" And I was like, "We missed it." And then the the noise went, and I missed it. And Georgia wasn't filming. The noise went, but then the seatbelt sign. It came goes off. twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know much about aviation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, guys, I played um, golf on Saturday Arvo with um, with Cam, and it was just a two ball. Then behind us were these three guys uh, that were quite agitated at the rate of play, very slow. From you? Uh, well, it was all backed up. We got to the second hole and there are three groups still waiting to tee off on the second hole. Jesus. So it's bad. So these guys behind us, they're about 60-year-old blokes, some mates. They're shouting. They're going, just hit the fucking ball. Like, I'm like, oh, my oh. God, it's not going to help. And then that anyway, does help they, yeah, and then they said to us, oh, boys, you want to we play through? Like, you know, you guys said you were just here for a relaxing day out. And I was like... That won't make a difference, no. And then they somehow managed to – they just teed off at the same time as us. So five of us teed off down this hole. What rude pricks. Yeah, so rude. Then we just ended up playing the whole round with them and becoming best friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this guy, Jim, one, he, he was in the donut game. Duh. Uh, another guy, Bill, was pretty weird uh, but really nice guy. And then Rudy. Rudy didn't say much the whole, the whole, um, whole day. Unassuming bloke until I spoke to him in the car park um, after the game. Said, oh, what's on tonight, Rudy? He's like, oh, you know, he's got to cook some dinner. I was like, oh, yeah, what's on the stove tonight, mate? He goes, well, I've got to cook heaps heaps tonight because I've got two girlfriends. This is a 60-year-old, right? Yeah, he's got two girlfriends. He's, he's, he's got some new strategy in life where he's divorced. And he's like, yeah, one's 40, one's 39. And um, I really wish you told me this on the second hole, Rudy, because I've got so many fucking questions <laughs> for you. <laughs> but he... Um, Mind blow yeah. that one anyway. Shout out to Rudy, Jim and Bill. Great game of golf, guys. Did that change your perspective on life and love? Were you like, wow, maybe I skipped the happy marriage part and just skipped to the Rudy part of my life. The Rudy, yeah, okay, good. It did, well, did now when you put it like that, Josh. Rudy the Ruder. Rudy, Rudy. Hey, uh, one more thing, guys. Um, I wanted to share some good news on the on the flight home. Um, I managed to secure myself a good, pretty good setup with Virgin. I went and spoke to my friend Jessica um, at the check-in area and um, said, hey, how's the flight looking, you know? And she goes, oh, Harry, it's a full one. Um, yeah, she knew me by first name. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I said, you know, any emergencies going? Nah, this is too full. What I can do for you, Harry? Oh, actually, this is... Fuck off. But I don't know if I want to share this because too many people might do it. Okay. Do it, like, I don't know. 
Do you want to just text me it now? Mm. And then that's really Oh, no, no, you know what? We'll do it for the we'll do it for the pod listeners. We'll do it for the pod listeners. Play the sting. Harry's Travel Hacks. 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 <laughs> Harry's Travel Hacks. Sorry. I got a bit dark with that sting. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so confused. No, it's just Harry's Travel Hacks. Don't Double worry. Entendre, don't worry. And hacking, yeah, yeah, don't worry about the stabs and all that. That sounded no, more so, like an ice pick than a- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can hack last too. So Jessica was so good. She goes, you know what I can do for you, Harry, is put a courtesy block on the seat next to you so no one can move into that seat. And wow. uh, I had a spare seat next to me when the entire flight was so full that people had to put carry-on luggage under the plane. Jesus. Yeah, so go out there and speak to your lovely um, virgin attendant about getting a courtesy block. Just on that, the number one rule with airlines, I reckon, is... There kind of are no rules. Whenever they say, oh, sorry, there aren't any, you just ask someone else and they're like, oh, yeah, I got one. Yeah, I think it's important to approach them with a, in a really friendly manner, but also it's good that they recognise that I'm a tall freak so yes. they can actually help me out. Do you guys ever just ask for an upgrade to business? No, no that, that would, that's, that's so out of line. That's out of date. So. What about on an international flight? Have no, you that's done even that? more. I've done it once. I, d- I picked that a hundred Why wouldn't you? Why no, would you? There's no entitlement from you to be like, you know what? Can I have that? Yeah, Giorgio. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Giorgio, you just go straight for, for the first class, I reckon. You'd go, well, you know what? Why ask for business? Let's just go what, straight what, to what first class. What was their class. response? Any upgrades? They go, uh, no, not today. You go, okay, no worries. They go, can I just check your ticket? T- t- you sir? don't win the You've raffle no if you don't buy a ticket. It says here you paid $250. Yeah. So those ones are 6000 It says your dad booked this flight too. It's, oh, we could put him up there maybe. He's got all the points. Although I did um, <laughs> I did just pay extra for my scoot flight from Singapore to Athens. Oh, my God. Sad uh, music. Things that, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm so, so sorry you had to fly a scoot oh for, your, for your two-month holiday. Boys, if I don't make it back. Do they put nails in the seats? <laughs> Is it leg- legitimate torture? Oh, wait, no, it's an airline. Scoot? <laughs> oh, it's not it's an airline. barely an airline. Oh, what is it then? It's a fucking shipping container in the sky, basically. <laughs> I like yeah. You're hoarded in. I like, oh. This is a Scoot Pro pod, I'm, I'm saying it. Yeah. Well, at least Harry is Scoot Pro. I'm I like, Scoot Pro too. I'm Scoot. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll record myself asking for an upgrade. Uh, can you, um, can you, please, scoot can the you fuck do off? a day in the life on it and, it's like, uh, and be really upset the whole time? I'll just go. I will record myself asking for a, for an upgrade. Oh my God, please do, do so I can <laughs> so I can finally jump off a bridge. Partly, I said that just to stir you up. Uh, no, but it's no, the truth. no, you did. It's the yes. truth, uh, guys. Uh, any anything else to report from the uh, truth? I can't no, remember anything. who this was in Melbourne, but they begged me. They begged me. Please, just one more ant fact. Cool ant facts. Here's what I found. There's a species of fungus that infects ants and takes control of their bodies, just like The Last of Us. Um, The fungus finds its way underneath the ant's exoskeleton and begins to consume soft tissue. Then it causes the ant to leave the colony. The fungus releases spores to infect more ants. Some ant species have learned to recognise infected colony mates and will carry them far away to protect the rest of the colony. I'm pretty sure that's in the first two minutes of The Last of Us they explain it. It is, yeah, yeah, but they... um, it's humans, not ants, in that one. No, no, in the first two minutes they talk about ants. Was the rest of the show ant? But I actually can't remember the rest of the show. Was it ants or humans? Uh, it was zombie ants. The last of ants. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I can just picture you texting and you missed this whole fact because you're just like, this show's shit. 
<laughs> no, I love the last events. <laughs> That's good. I like the return. I had one more um, thing, and it's not really related to Melbourne, but it did occur in Melbourne. Have you guys seen recently in like TikTok and social media, there's the rise of the shittest um, rap battle ever? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Are these play, old play, videos? Yeah. <laughs> old videos, but someone someone keeps remixing them, and they're so it is so I think, fucking I think I've funny. Seen, yeah, yeah, play, it's play, play. Snipes. It's Snipes, and <laughs> Snipes is the either the funniest dude in the world, or he's the just the dumbest bloke ever. You got a better chance of taming a tiger with raping a dog like this off a face inside a gay nightclub time cunt. Yeah. Peak Hilltop Hoods era, and this is Snipes. Best round on Snipes. Let's go. I'm sorry, little kids, but I'm a killer clown today. I could say bullets are going to spray. I'm from Brooklyn. That's all right. But let me just say I like to get close and personal with a razor-sharp object. But let me just say this. I'm not going to stab you in the heart. What I'm going to do is grab a pen, stab you in the neck, puncture your lungs, then slam a blunt object into your stomach. Fuck. (laughs) Blunt object into your stomach. Cause internal bleeding. Everyone now, in the background is laughing. Die, let me just say this. Really hard but listen. <laughs> I'm like a sniper. I aim straight for the heart or the head. I'm straight and direct. Mm. I might hide 2Ks that way. You'll know when I hit you as soon as you hit the ground. <laughs> but this guy dog. said some The shit whole time through there's a crying dog. Let you dying. Why don't you replace his death? Because nobody would give two shits about a guy who looks like a fucking meth head. What's wrong with that? Time! Give it up for that round! So then at the end, they do a, they do like, uh, he just unanimously gives it to the other guy and then they do the judge's decision. <laughs> All the judges just rip mm, on him and say, I wonder what, he was shit. I wonder what way they went. Uh, the other guy was fucking actually pretty funny when you think about it, eh? Hey? Shout out to that Snipes dude for the third round saying like, he didn't prep because he had like lost the piece of paper in his house. I got fucked up last night, forgot my lines. Couldn't memorize them, don't know where the fuck I put the piece of paper in my house. I bet you after <laughs> That's real. And I bet you after this battle, I'm going to go home. I mean, I started in Richmond and you, you were watching those rap battles. I tell you what, sorry, I'm going to kill a clown today. Okay, I'll give it to you in sorry. a second. Mm, I don't know who <laughs> experienced more culture, Josh or Harry. Nutty Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. The Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ricciardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> the headlines. Welcome to the headlines where we go through the weird and wild world of sport for the week. Uh, this week... We're mixing it up. We're not going to start with AFL. We're going to start in merry old England. Mm-hmm. That's right. With the ashes. But we've got the perfect sting. Well, Shepard Shield is not in season, but we, I didn't make a sting, so we're just going to go with that. I made the mistake of being like mid-training at the gym when that sting came on <laughs> a couple of weeks ago and just like instantly weights down like and just fold over laughing. Guys, the Ashes is underway. It's the first test in... Uh, Edge Baston. Edge Baston is Birmingham. Birmingham, so there's a lot of Peaky Blinders around there. Eh? Apparently it's quite the shithole, Birmingham. But, I believe uh, it's pronounced Birmingham. Birmingham. Oh, Bir- yeah, I Birmingham. To, I used to avoid trouble around that area back when I was living over in the UK. <laughs> you, never, you would never step foot there, hey, when you're in the nah, UK. Most because no. you couldn't walk yet, but. <laughs> I don't remember much from the time. The other day Harry goes, UK. oh, man, so crazy England when people talk about England. He's like, yeah, Aaron's like 10 foot tall there. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's so I look so big compared to how big I was. So, so uh, where should we start? Like it's um, obviously the biggest uh, event in the cricketing calendar in terms of Australia and England, I guess you could say, coming around every couple of years. Uh, it's yeah. But the, the, I mean, obviously, the, a lot of the chat now has been around uh, the Barmy Army, and I love their attitude towards the game, guys. What, just digging into it? Like, they're just there for a massive piss-up session and they just have fun the entire time? 100%. I don't think they... I mean, you know, the old football games, they go a little bit silly with their chance, don't they? I think the cricketers... They're very creative. I think the cricketers are... The uh, cricket crowd are a little bit more tame uh, when it comes to the lyrics. And even the Australian players reacting to it. We saw Warner. Yeah, that's right. He's coming down the stairs. I think that's a really good point. For the most part, it's all tongue-in-cheek. And you know the funniest bit about it is I'm like, oh, I don't really care. And then I see one article like so-and-so is a dickhead to Australian. I'm like, fucking, yeah, fuck get, get, get up. Come on. But I don't have enough enthusiasm to sit there and watch it other than like peeking over every now and then whether you're at the pub or just like at a friend's house watching it. One of the chants I had was about um, Rolf Harris, was it not? Like he's yeah, one of yours, Rolf Harris. Yeah, yeah. yeah and all the, Australia, all the Australian media are like, Ashes chant taken too far. It's like, oh, she wouldn't last a bloody day in the English Premier League. That, bring, that brings it to my next point, actually. So Kawaja, unbelievable why Kawaja hit a ton, especially after there was that fuckwit that caused Brexit that was basically like, how dare Australian not drink beer just because one guy's Muslim or something and everyone's like, oh, they're our teammate, you cunt. Like Nigel yeah, Farage or something. Being respectful. Yeah, completely. Not, not to mention like, you know, they've been through a fair few innings, so sorry for the pun, with this guy. Ollie Robinson got him out. So he's hit 144 or something like that. Ollie Robinson's taken the wicket and he's basically called him a fucking prick in his sledge yeah. as he's got him now. That went <laughs> nuts. People were saying, oh my God, that absolutely fucking sucks. That's so terrible in Australia. That's so racist. They immediately said oh, that's no, racist. No, 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 no. Then they started the... finding his old tweets because apparently he's got a history of really bogan old tweets where he says racist things. Okay. And, and Facebook says, so okay, that's aside. But in the moment, he's just sledging either way but it's funny how the media picked that up because like okay perfect we have a, a fiery thing in between <laughs> the pom absolutely ripped for his terrible takedown of Kwaja. I mean there are two ways you could have approached that sledge you know one's either you're relieved finally he's got 144 runs and you go okay good work see ya but he's just, he's just so angry because yeah. he's got 144 runs. Take that, Robinson. Just couldn't get and this prick out. That's completely fine. That's like nothing can be – oh, man, the cricket field mm. back in the days, guys, but when I was four, <laughs> yeah. that's some pretty serious stuff. But then the UK media fired back. It's so funny though because all the people who are producing these articles are like Fox who have the rights. So they're just trying to get as many people interested as possible by being like, these bloody England. But then yeah. the UK media is like, well, bloody Australians, stop being such wusses and get over it and stuff like that as well. Yeah, the uh, the Ashes matches have been a roller coaster of emotions. Sorry, what, what I just article got, are you um, reading? <laughs> uh, I just because um, I put into Chat GPT like what I can say about the Ashes, so I'm just going to pepper the rest of this segment. Georgia, 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 Georgia. How many times at work a day do you um, jump on Chat GPT to try and do some of your work for you? Well, I don't know, Harry, but um, the Ashes has a rich history of unforgettable <laughs> moments. Oh, hey, Georgia, how's your weekend? What kind of uh, uh, Melbourne facts? Melbourne yeah, has a population of six point three million. Ge Georgia, in like a job interview, I imagine that they ask you a question. You're like, "Hang on a sec, one sec. Give me one sec. Let's see. Um, I'll just type. I'll just type this into ChatGPT for my answer. Yeah. True showcase of the spirit oh of cricket. <sighs> Who would have thought the Ashes would be this close? How are you feeling about payment for this pod? 
um, at the moment, Giorgio. Last thing on the Ashes, the biggest revelation sort of this European summer has been Skippers on. So look him up. It's at S-K-I-P-A-Z-O-N. Mm-hmm. And he does mm-hmm. these daily wraps of every Ashes. And he's gone up to about 13,000 followers in the space of a week just after doing the Test Championship and now in the first couple days of the Test. I think we played him last week or the week before. With maybe. Birmingham pissing away most of day three, we didn't miss much. But because he was blowing up and I figured may as well invest early, let's get him on the pod to find out like <laughs> what his motivations are and stuff like that because – He's so good in his writing and there's so many zingers in there and there's so many stacked on each other. So he must put in a lot of time. So I interviewed him and surprise, surprise, he wanted to remain anonymous, Okay, but he agreed to come on the pod. Roll it. Excellent. After sending a DM, Skipper gave me his number and I gave him a call. I was nervous. The cricket wordsmith, would he hit me for six? Hello. Hey, Skipper. How you going, mate? Good, mate. What's going on? Turns out he was pretty chill. Did you grow up being like a bit of a nuffy cricketer? Like would you, when you grew up, were you sort of the guy fully into cricket talking shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a nerd, man. I'll, I would sit on YouTube and watch Ash's highlights from 2001 and 2005 and shit. Could probably probably tell you ball for ball, ball Warnie's battle that day five in Adelaide, you know? So um, I don't know if I need to go get tested, but fuck, there's some, there's some weird shit that happens in my brain related to cricket, bro. Letting the Aussies wipe the tail quicker than Prince Andrew's internet history and setting up a chase for the ages. Over sort of the last 12 months coming out of COVID and seeing all the shit that was out there on the internet, sort of just went back to what we love, man. That was cricket. And I thought, fuck, with all the TikTok and stuff out there, why don't we just get some cricket going? And then, um, bang, before you know it, reaching... You know, it's been able to reach a few pigs out there, and if you get the references, then I'm hitting me target audience. Moeen finally flicked the switch, sending Travis on a walk and finding a hole in Cam's defense bigger than Paris Hilton's shitter in the early 2000s. How do you manage to put it together? Getting to, like, midnight, 1 a.m. and shit, and I'm going to work. So I'll probably get through about a session and a half, and then um, my alarm set pretty early, so I'll get up, I'll watch the... Um, the, the YouTube shorts of it on um, Wide World of Sports or whatever. Just get riding. Yeah, probably coming up probably coming up with the, the Mitchell Healy stuff was all right, but it's those um, X-rated one-liners that people <laughs> sort of write in the comments and get, knowing that I've hit that person and, and, and the pigs that are out there watching it. Same could be said for Stuart. This headband, Barbie-looking motherfucker needed no lube as he pile-drove Dave's ass back to TikTok and had Marnus looking messier than a Brazzers birthday party. So, more or less, just getting little kicks out of those references, Dan. Yeah, is this something you got planned for the summer of cricket, then? Like, the way it's been received, you surely it must have a bit of motivation, even though it's tiring as hell. Yeah, I'll, I'll run it for as long as it, it, it lasts, man. I'll, I'll cover the five tests. And like you said, Australia-England, the rivalry's hectic, so... Another <laughs> dead-ass day on a dead-ass wicket, but the chess games are over. Strap the fuck in, ladies and gents. This one's just getting started. Like, and follow from... Tell you what, we shared some laughs, Skip. Why don't we get a beer some... Wow. Ah, very good. What a wordsmith. I Take a he probably doesn't need chat GPT to talk about nah, cricket. Well, he's driving around, he says. So he's, yeah, yeah. Let's Skip GPT. Can I make a request? What? Can we get him to use that voice to redo the shitty rap battle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stab you in your heart. I'm going to stab you in I'm your lungs. I'm a sniper. Lungs. I'm going to be two kilometres away and shoot you. Uh, no, thank you so much for Skip. Check him out on Instagram and TikTok. I think Insta's is better bet because a lot of the stuff gets taken down on TikTok. Guys, have you seen Black Mirror? 
Oh, a couple episodes long. Bit some piece, bit too depressing mm. for mine. This oh, is a bit how about you, Josh? This is a bit of like a rogue one this week. I, I've like the last week was we're traveling a bit. I was on my phone a bit, and I've kind of gone down a rabbit hole that is this guy Spidey Turin on TikTok. Oh, oh yeah. If you haven't seen Black Mirror, it's a horror sci-fi series that rose to prominence because of the unique storylines and like these amazing casts that they have. And eventually it was picked up by Netflix and a huge audience started seeing it. Now, there's a lot of episodes that are about social media and how it changes people's interactions for the worse and then there's they sort of extrapolate into the future where it becomes almost dystopian and things like that. Well, there's one episode where these people are basically uh, – their worth in society – is a tangible social media number that they have. And then there's another one where everything you ever see is recorded in a camera in your eye. This guy, Spidey Turin on TikTok, is the closest thing I've ever seen to a real-life Black Mirror episode. He's going to potentially die on a live stream or something. It's fucking terrifying, but also you can't look away. It sucks. I am here in the University of Otago. I'm at the bus station in Turkey. I'm out here in Perth in Scotland. I'm in the emergency room. LA has made me too depressed. People might almost also know him as Shearing Shed Vlogs. She- at Shearing Shed Vlogs. He's got about 320,000 yes. followers on TikTok. <laughs> he just goes live perpetually and is constantly posting and when he's not posting, he's like live on YouTube. Georgia? So he's obviously receiving donations from this. Like, is he making money from it? This is the thing. So it's changed recently. So he's done it for about two years. Now, I need to note, he is autistic. And he he there was a famous scene of him where his phone gets stolen on a train. And he starts screaming, I'm autistic. Give me my phone back. And it's, it's in LA. So he... Please give me my phone. I have autism. He, the way he funds his life is on YouTube he gets donations and whether that's on YouTube or he takes donations on his TikTok, he does this thing called text-to-speech. So people can donate 3 or $5 while he's on a live stream and whatever they write in then is said and projected because he's just walking around with a screen. with a Definitely project. not a recipe for disaster, yeah. Hi, ladies. Spidey's prostate said $5. Spidey breaks into farms and has sex with sheep. People here. Can, can you? Can, door, I just want a Coca Cola. No one gonna serve you anything here. You please. Everything you're doing is not allowed here. Do you understand that? Damn, bro, you're a hater for real. Pardon? You're a hater. Can you leave at the door, please, peacefully? I'm famous. Yeah. The Freemasons. I hate all. I hate all. I hate all. I hate all. Metropolitan Police said five dollars. Watch out, this man is a registered sex offender for impregnating a toddler. What the fuck, dude? But he needs it because he wants the money. Then also sprinkle in he's addicted to ketamine. This is a guy from Perth. I forgot to say all this. This is like a young guy from Perth who's autistic. He's traveling around the world with all this money that keeps coming in. And then he uses that to fund his drugs. Is it much and money? And he's live streaming the whole time. Well, he the thing is he streams for like six hours at a time. Yeah, okay. So if you have a thousand people, they're constantly doing this thing and they find it funny. Like, you know, he might make like... Two to a hundred to a thousand dollars each time he streams. That'll keep you moving, won't it? It keeps him moving. But then he's like passing out because of ketamine on live streams live. He did it twice last week. Now people are screen recording those and then posting on their own TikTok, being like, This guy's please help. Then on top of that, wherever he goes to save money so he can fund the the addiction, he'll often be homeless as well. So he'll just stay in random spots. At which point he then live streams when people say, Hey, can you get out of this? A disabled toilet in this hostel and stop sleeping then he'll abuse them and then run away about a week ago he arrived in perth his family's from perth he got home it took six days for him to get kicked out and then he just flew to london again guys i'm getting kicked out of my house right now my mom and my sister look look what is she doing wow 
They're so pissed off. Look, they got like my stuff there. Look, they just like left all my stuff here. He literally jots around the earth <laughs> like oh, it's shit. nothing. And it's just, it's the craziest thing. And I'm watching it like I have no fucking clue how this is going to end. And even the other day, there's an ambulance worker in his hostel and he's refusing to stop going live. So, Spidey, as your friend says, I think it'd be a good idea if you come offline and we can have a, a private conversation with you. I don't know how many people are out there listening or... They're medics. They'll help you, all right? And then there's no, there's once... no that's it. They're just going to help you, Spidey. So maybe hang up the live, bro. This is like the sign. Like, I, I, I am actually going to like... And there's people like paying to put a funny face on his face as he's so fucked mate, up. Mate. And the ambulance worker <laughs> is like, please get off yeah, live, yeah. mate. Uh, paramedic was very patient with him. On so that. patient. And the, like the, the one clip I saw was like 13 minutes long of just absolute dribble and him not stopping eye contact because he's so out of it. Guys, I'm here in England. It's 5.30 a.m. Boy, Crazy, never-ending, perpetually escalating roller coaster that is just going to oblivion. Gee, I mean, and he's being fueled by all the money coming in and the attention he's getting, which is a shame because it's going to be his demise. But the, the um, 24 hours in a day... And um, this week's episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Harry, another another round. Every round is amazing. We had rivalry round last weekend. This week, just friend. Yeah, round. they're all mates now. They're yeah. all hanging out. Uh, a lot of big ones this weekend. Flagman will take on Sydney at home. Excited for that one. Also, Essendon take on GWS. A real test of their might, the Bombers. Will they blow up? That could be an eight-point game, Josh. I'm also looking forward to Sunday between West Coast and Collingwood at the MCG. Uh, Pies had in heavy favourites, but the Eagles, they've been feisty lately. West Coast really looking for game experience at the G in case they make finals. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Especially Reed. Like, yeah. is it too um, crazy to say he's going to play in at least five premierships? Um, yeah, that is crazy. It should be at least ten. Yeah, 10 premierships. And maybe for another team. So yeah, they head in heavy underdogs, but it should be a big game regardless. And remember, if you want that and more, head to the Neds app today to check out their massive range of AFL markets. Prices subject to change, T's and C's apply. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. How are you going, like, splitting your time between that and talkback radio? <laughs> <laughs> Josh Garlock would, would say I've been trained the house down. Guys, another huge round of AFL. Oh, the results this week. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody results this week. Giorgio, the results. They ask were, me. Ask me. I, I can't. Oh, like, how about me. those? Is there any, are you in any competitions? Ask me. In a, like on the internet where you have to pick up the team that wins the game? I don't like, know, but um, if I was, I would have got... 100%. In what? Tips. Tipping violation. Tipping violation. Stop talking about tipping. Guys, we know our rule. I actually okay. forgot to put mine in this week. It was really bad because it was in Melbourne. The home of oh, The home of... Oh, God. Here it goes again. No, no, uh, no, no. Um, the, we were in the home of football, guys. I reckon I looked at the, uh, the, the home of football, the G, about 100 times. Over the weekend. Yeah, it was just peeking over yeah. our house a little bit, hey? Yeah, there it is. Oh, there it is again. What about how we met two Brownlow medalists, uh, Tom Mitchell and Paddy Cripps? They were nice dudes. Absolutely Lovely guys. Friendly guys. And great actors too, turns out. Tom- comedians, a lot of them. Do you think we gave Paddy Cripps the confidence to win? 
Are you, because are you trying to say that we are the reason they won? Well, look, I think the world's too busy for coincidences. <laughs> baggers, baggers. And they lost six in a row and then just happened to win They're after back. doing a skit with us. Flaggers. You think that's a coincidence? Why do you think Harry's got his bloody blue flag? Blue flag? We, did, we did no skit for six weeks in a row with Paddy Cripps. And that's then we right. did one skit. You're right. Paddy, and then he won. Well, Essendon uh, are playing Freo this week and we apparently have Sam Draper potentially for a video on Friday. Do we not do the video because we want Freo to win, obviously? Oh, that's Canc- tough. Cancel um, it. Yeah, flag mantle. We, need both, <laughs> we actually need a player from both teams to make it fair. That's right. All right, Freo, you need to pay homage and give us service up at least – one Brownlow medalist. So, okay, Nat Five. Okay, cool. be good. Double, that, double be good. good. Another, <laughs> speaking of wins, Ben Cousins, for some reason, did an event at the really dodgy, shitty bar north of Perth called Bar One. Mm, the infamous and, bar that wouldn't let people in with red Nike shoes. Yeah, that's right. Well, does Ben Cousins really need to do that? Like, at what point is there a crossover of a pub that mostly gets cooked 18-year-olds? And then a forty-two-year-old ex Prince of Perth. Who's going? And I don't. I don't know if I want to know the answer to this. But who's going, boys? Let's go to Bar One because Ben Cousins is going to be. There I this think weekend. there are guys that would do that. Like I said, I don't think I, I want think to know the answer. I think there actually would because people fucking yeah, love him. Yeah. Was this Saturday night or Friday night? I don't know. I didn't oh. go that. Is this why you guys left Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roman Bryan. Uh, Roaming Brian had a bit of a mare this week. You know, I've been pretty glowing in my praise for Roaming Brian in the last couple of weeks. I really like his work. I think he's done really well. But he's had an absolute mare this time around. And, you know, some good, some bad. The first one and the major one that got a lot of heat on socials was um, Aussie Man Reviews. Now, at the end of the Roaming Brian 20-minute section, he's gone up to, you know, the fanfare at the edge of it and he said, hey, what do you do? What do you do? Then goes to Aussie Man Reviews. A guy with, you know, collectively probably like 7 million followers and he says... Are you just here to take photos? What do you do? Uh, Aussie Man from Aussie Man Reviews. I don't know if you've ever watched watched Aussie Man on YouTube. No, I haven't. No, no I haven't. I haven't watched Aussie Man. A lot of people down here. <laughs> I just got out of there so quickly. How's um, Cam Rayner though, the former top 10 pick, or maybe the former number one draft pick, Cam Rayner, talking about... Star Wars. Now, Star Wars, you're a Star Wars freak. Tell us about your connection with Star Wars. Why? Star Wars tattoo on me, Andy. Oh, wow. Uh, Star Wars tattoo. Just um, growing up massive on Star Wars. Me and my brother, I've got two dogs who are Obi and Annie from base of Star Wars. It's just, you know, always a little kid at heart and you've got to keep in touch with those things. That's quite sweet. It is sweet, but would you go so far to get like a whatever thing, TV show you watch or movie you watch, a tattoo? Well, yeah, maybe not tattoo, but some Mm. people get tattoos of anything. Georgia's Um, got a dude, where's my car tattoo? On my forehead. <laughs> missed, oppor- missed opportunity for BT to go, mmm, good game you play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big missed opportunity. <laughs> I don't know any Star Wars quotes. So I'm saying he's I'm had sorry. an absolute man. Like I'm he sorry. missed all these great opportunities. And the final one was there was a nerd there um, that plays for the Brisbane Lions, but he was massively into planes. And I only say that because Harry's one of these guys too. Yeah. He actually goes to the airport and watches the planes in his spare time. <laughs> I've, I've done that before. And BT quizzed him to see, see how actually good he was. The three current models that Qantas have in action in the domestic routes. 737800, uh, Dush 800, um, and they got the A330 as well. My girlfriend Ellie's down in Melbourne. She'll probably be watching. Domestically, okay, okay, yeah. She Close. Is. Sorry, I was trying to, I was chumming in there, trying yeah, to, trying to play. Like so A330 would be, yeah, you know, no shit, a couple, Harry. couple of flights a week, I guess, in between WA and um, <laughs> um, uh, probably Sydney, actually. Do you just got it wrong? Yeah, shit. What's the comfiest um, 
airplane to fly on in economy? Mm, is it the Dreamliner? Uh, yeah. Look, the Dreamliner has had its controversy, as, jo- as Giorgio <laughs> might, might say. But then you, you can't go past the good um, A350. Oh, you're nothing. Yes. Yes. Um, boys, Twitter thinks I'm a Carlton fan because all I do is <laughs> like click on Carlton content to find like blues blue tweets. I thought, oh, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be that fun this week because they won, but you'd be wrong. One of them this week, uh Blues tweet saying they won. Top comment was what time's the merch store open tomorrow? Because <laughs> <laughs> last week the merch store was shut and they were shredding it. <laughs> um another one I went down this rabbit hole looking at this dude. He replied with a photo. Uh it's a photo I'm just gonna show you guys. This is Colin R. Buckley. I am happy all the way from Greece. Yeah. And, and um He's wearing a blues polo with a blue fedora and he's just sent that in. I also that, look- that look, honestly looked counterfeit. That looked like he'd made it at home because the Carlton symbol was so large and out of proportion. But the funny thing is I was like, well, if he's sending this in uh, when they won, I'm sure he sent something in when they lost. <laughs> Lo and behold, June 12, he tweeted, I am glad that I am overseas and not at games witnessing these limp and soulless efforts. Still wearing the gear. Again, it's him with a blues hat in a city in Europe. Yeah, that just, one looks counterfeit again. Just less blues merch, just a bit less. Why does he make his own blues merch? I got one. The West Australian uh, had an exclusive that I thought should just be lumped into nothing of the week. Psychologists say West Coast Eagles fans could be experiencing feelings similar to grief from horror losses. Um, okay, I'm going to throw it out okay. there. Nah. Nah, yeah. nah, <laughs> nah not to, quite. To anyone who's ever lost a loved one. Probably not. No. Can, we do, can we quickly do a role play? Um, can one of <laughs> yeah. you, who's going to be the actor? Oh, they're not two two actor roles? Oh, so, oh. oh okay, okay. But let's get you in as well. Let's get yeah, you in yeah, as well. Yeah, I'll just okay. – Consoling. Hey, guys, I'll improvise. <sighs> hey, guys. How are you going? Oh, Georgia, are you crying a little bit? What's what's wrong? Sorry, man. It's been a really rough week. Um, oh, what's, what's happened? I've just lost a very close member of my family. I don't really want to talk about Who? It. Oh, your mum was – isn't your mum? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my she God. She's had a funeral. It's – Terrible. Man, same. Um, so, oh my god. <laughs> well, you, did oh, you lose? Well, basically. Oh man, I'm so sorry. Oh. It's good to know someone knows how I feel. Yeah, because well, the Eagles lost a bunch of hundred point games. So, <laughs> oh, um, so yeah, Mate, same um, boat. S- sorry, forget what I said. <laughs> Mate, yeah. are you okay? You're right, you- Josh. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> Uh, understandable. Okay, insane. Cool. It's kickball. <laughs> oh, no. It's kickball game. <laughs> that, that was just so shit this week. Harry, you had enough of the week nomination. Yeah, just a couple of comments on the um, post about Carlton beating GWS on Instagram. Christian Mihiel says, see what happens when you go through the middle and not sideways. Hey, bit of a kick it forward one for you guys. Mm. Andy22 says, <laughs> I love this club so much. I'm back from, from supporting the pies. <laughs> I'm not sure how much you love them, Andy. <laughs> if you dipped over to the Collingwood for a section. Was, was that just you, Harry? Yeah. <laughs> just a bit. Uh, this Sydney Swans fan page, it's just called Sydney Swans, goes, hey, everyone, apologies if this is a weird post, but I just went through a breakup yesterday Good and start. don't really feel like watching the game alone at home. Would anyone be interested in watching the game in Surrey Hills at a pub? Um, I can do these options in a few rounds. 
I thought it was really nice and a couple of people responded, 27 comments, and I think they found someone to watch it with, but I just found it funny. The admin was like, I'm not in a bad way. <laughs> like, I just want to watch the footy. Heaps of people nice. on that page go, yes, I need some friends. <laughs> Perfect, yes. A few, yes. uh, few Freo nuffies as well after their loss. Yep. Um, you continue to rip my heart out, Freo. <laughs> You give us hope, then just like that, you take it away. You can't keep doing this to your members and fans. It's not like they're doing it on purpose. Um, this one was on a, a, an article, a cool article on like uh, the West of Perth now. But Sam Kerr, West Australian sporting sensation, makes a surprise visit to Apostle School in Riverton. So he just rocks up at a school and says, hey guys, I'm one of the biggest sports stars in the world and all these kids loved it. This is one of the comments from Mike W., when my grandmother was growing up, her husband had to go off and fight in a war. When my mother was growing up, my father was conscripted and had to go fight in a war. Now that men sit around pouring their finances into men's sports ball instead of defending their nations with their lives, international mega corporations that bought out men's sports ball can uphold financially unsustainable women's sports ball so these women's sports ball stars can go now and start preaching about how tough it is to be a woman and that they're denied opportunities. Plus, our kids on the hormone block and then he goes into here, here, oh, here. You know, He's inspired me to go join the Army Reserves. They all they win. All win <sighs> one final nuffy uh we went on the dylan friends podcast <laughs> he's dill yeah, yeah. <laughs> no he's not a nuffy he's a legend and he's been so good to us but we were speaking about um we were speaking about dome oh my god and his institution in wa and he he goes he, he was segueing and out of nowhere he goes oh when we went there with carlton um patty cripps who's been mentioned a lot today was like guys i got this wicked spot to show you it's so sick and he's from northampton maybe he didn't get down um to to many cafes much you know when he was at school and stuff who knows took I, them I, to I, dome I, I don't to defend Paddy Cripps a little bit you I love don't, dome though i don't i love no 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 i'm just saying i don't think he was like let's this is the best place in the world that's what dill said oh did he okay great well you know what i also think that so because admittedly said, you don't drink coffee as i said to i ain't going there for the coffee i'm, <laughs> I'm going there they do the fundamentals well the you big breakfast that. and they do the express key oh it's just good shit. you said this so often um if those that are from the East Coast, Dome's a chain in WA, I think potentially only in WA now. And they were really big for a period and now they're not as big. They keep shutting down and stuff like that. So uh, Dill Buckley's a big fan and we spent most of the pod just talking about uh, Dome. It was pretty great. You know what else you guys did when we went to um, Producey, Dill Studios? What? Raided the fridge for free drinks. Yeah. Like the, the soft drinks. Yeah. You know? What any any there comments on that? Um, Georgia, Georgia went to buy grab a third one and goes. I probably shouldn't if I'm leaving. <laughs> you grabbed three. I had two. You got three. I, got I two. saw. I watched. I had two. Uh, nah, uh, I, I, I saw you get three. You got, got three. Two. I I got you two. got three. Man, I, I got saw two. you. Like, well, when we got there, which I which I joined you guys as well. Yeah. You know, a little welcome drink. Thank you, deal. You yeah. really at the point where you one in the middle of it, and then one towards the end. You just lie to get a laugh, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. Hey you, guys, you do it all guys, the time. Guys, guys, guys can, we, can I just have, say one more thing? Yeah. Um, I um, made a serious administration error over the weekend. Fuck. What? I um, booked my flight for um, f- 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 five, 5.40 Melbourne time, which means... Oh, no, Harry, no. When I landed... 
Bounce had well and truly finished. Oh. And they don't put Bounce on Virgin. Oh, my God. They don't. It's not part of the in-flight entertainment. It's not Dark Knight, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Bounce. No, it's not. So I want to say sorry. I don't know what was turned up this week. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right? And can we just stop talking about it because I'll keep crying. Former Aussie NBA player Jonah Bolden famously quit basketball to go into crypto. Yeah, great move. But much like every other crypto nuff you know, he's come crawling back, mm. signing with the Sydney Kings. This is weird. Um, so he's he's only 27 still. Mm. Um, he was a bit of an NBA talent. Like he was on a roster and was playing and then – but like is he genuinely like they were saying he's going to be a top three or four player in NBL? I reckon it's all hype and he isn't. I'm going to go on record here. Mark this down, Harry. You're, hey, hang on. you're the adjudicator. Hang on. Hang on. Marked. Yeah, that's right. I think it's going to be a bit like Aaron Baines last year. Ooh, who came yeah, in. Hang on. I've got an eraser. I can take it off the record if it's, you want. It's all a bit of hype. He hasn't played for okay. three, four years yet. He he left. Like, does he even like basketball? Yeah, but he's been doing heaps of yoga. Someone someone wrote that as well, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. The coach was like, he's in great shape. His core is really strong. He probably hasn't shot a three-pointer in four years. Has he been putting up a thousand shots a week? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I, I just call bullshit on that entirely. You, so you reckon like a pro, no matter how skilled you are, uh, how naturally you are. No, I just don't think are. he's going to dominate. Like okay, I think, yeah, I think yeah. he'll come in and he'll have an impact in limited role, especially when he's starting out. He might ex- ex- exceed that because if you're an ex NBA player who's played for the boomers, you got to remember not only did he quit like playing for Philly when he, when he got waived, he was in the boomer squad to go to China to play in the world cup. And he left that as well. He pl- actually played in Perth against Canada. Then after the games he played here, he just goes, nah, I'm out and just quit. That wasn't that long ago. Though. No, it was 2019. Like it was very, very <laughs> recent. So um, I couldn't find anything online about whether or not his crypto company went bust or not. I just assume people figured out how to photocopy, N- <laughs> photocopy NFTs. Like, there was a long period there. Stop like, stealing my monkeys. <laughs> Honestly, his only thing on Twitter was talking about the potential for NFTs and shit. And his avatar was one of those like <laughs> space monkeys. And he was so deep in the crypto <laughs> NFT world. I just think he got out of it when the massive crash happened. Like this is entirely asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Maybe he just got out of it. He had his wealth put to a quarter or maybe even less and goes, fuck, how did I earn a million again? Oh, basketball. I am am still six foot 10 and played in the NBA. So yeah. And his dad is like a really loved, beloved person in the like New South Wales basketball community because he's the next import. So I think there was talk that he encouraged him to come back to it. And as you said, he's only 27. There's no reason why, you know, after two, maybe a year or two, then he could, potentially get to a decent level but it's just it is the weirdest story the fact you just quit basketball altogether Very and have the luxury to do that um just quickly in nba as well uh obviously nuggets won they beat the heat uh but like dominating the headlines is Jokic complaining that um he just wants to go home mm-hmm. like he's the least like celebratory like he doesn't oh. give a shit he complained mid mid conference he was like the parade is thursday and he's like oh no no i gotta go home uh but then he, he <laughs> then at the parade uh, this is the audio of him at the parade. Uh, like, you know that I, I told that uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I fucking want to stay on parade. This is the parade. <laughs> 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 
show that better. Uh, yeah, and nice. So, nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. no, uh, very funny. And the cr- crowd loved it. Um, he did end up Swore making it um, home back to Som- Sombor in Serbia for his, um, like his family owns some like harness horse racing. How's this so? So Sombor has a population of 41,000. There were reportedly 47,000 at the local racetrack just to see Jokic. Wow. What a hero, hometown hero. This is good. You don't blame him for wanting to leave, though. They drag on that season so much. I wonder if he <laughs> has he ruled out if he's going to play in the World Cup or not. He was a better. Yeah, str- they really rolled it out. He called me this morning. So <laughs> I hit it hard, man. Quiet, please. Go, go. Oh, I misread go, it. Wow, that's a tremendous looking trophy. Go. Yes, golf guys, the US Open Major Tournament wrapped up earlier this week at the Los Angeles Country Club. Now, Wyndham Clark uh, fended off McElroy to take home the trophy by one stroke, but let's talk about McElroy for a second. He's uh, clearly one of the best golfers of the last 12, or even up to 15 years, but um, sure. sadly his trophy cabinet is a little bit more empty than it should be. He does have four majors to his name, which is more than most people. Um, yeah, but how's this stat? He's found himself placed inside the top 10 11 times since his last major victory at the PGA Championship. So this is just in, in majors, mm. 11 times in majors, only four a year. So he's played some great golfs. Yeah, that was the uh, in 2014, his last one. Hasn't won one since. Yeah, the drought of 3,234 days. Wow. McElroy, come on. Not bloody yes, isn't it? Feel fine. All right, cut the pianos out. Who cares about that? You know uh, I like to talk about the exclusive golf courses around town. All right, guys, uh, let's talk about Los Angeles Country Club, LACC. Sounds expensive, uh, Harry. <laughs> or is it one of those cheap, like, 30 bucks for 18 holes? Yeah, one of those ones you can walk on the back nine pretty <laughs> easily. 300 acres over prime real estate, guys, in Beverly Hills. Uh, it's Actually, this course has remained closed to the golfing world for a long time. They've only hosted a handful of tournaments. I think the last PGA tournament um, was there. There was like 1940. It was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who won again? Jom Jom Jukom. Happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. It's a mythic place, guys. Um, the members were happy to see a major come to this course, right? They stamped up all the hospitality tickets because they had first right of refusal, obviously. Didn't leave money for the general public and the um, professional golfers were like, oh, it was the shittest vibe. <laughs> no, no good spectators weren't rowdy. There weren't many of them. You do hear rumours about the nomination fee, Giorgio, ranging, ranging from 25000 to half a million dollars. Oh, so um, yeah, and how about this? The strict rules when it comes to members, you can't even talk about the club, outside the club. It's Fight Fuck club. off. It's Fight Club. Yes, you can't. And there's, and there's also these rules... Um, about they don't let celebrities join the club. Okay. So Bing Crosby and Hugh Hefner were denied memberships um, quite a while ago because of their status. And the famous Playboy Mansion sits right next to the 14th hole. Okay. So Hefner was so annoyed that he couldn't join the club that he built the zoo right next to the 14th hole as revenge. I like that. That's pretty. Not being allowed what, to get animal, in. what animal well, would you have put he there? He didn't put sloths in the zoo. They're pretty quiet. Instead, opting for monkeys, cockatoos, African cranes, parrots, toucans, pelicans, and imagine teeing off when you hear a peacock. Imagine trying to play Hefner's there in his red robe with his Playboy buddies going, 
Take that, you fucking asshole. And Rudy's, Rudy's next chart. to him like, oh, let's go Rudy again. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy, two wives. Oh, shit, that's all the golf news I've got for you, boys. Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports gossip. Sports gossip. Eight times Formula One GP winner Daniel Ricciardo made his TV commentary debut at the F1 Canadian Grand Prix alongside Arrested Development star Will Arnett for ESPN's show The Grandstand, which is an alternate light-hearted viewing option. Um, you were asking me about this, Josh, hey? Like what the hell they were doing? Well, that makes more sense now is because... Will Arnett, I keep seeing him stuff advertising sports stuff, so mm. that must be the link is that Jason Bateman and him are, are promoting this new program. Yeah, yeah. The uh, What do the viewers think, though? Crash and burn. And yeah, it just shows how much downforce is on F1 cars because as soon as you open the rear wing, it, your speed increases dramatically. But it just rewards the driver who is able to keep up with the car in front by creating more opportunities for racing, really, at the end of the day, right? Okay. You're getting pretty good at this. Will. Not bad, I'm, right? I'm excited. I know. We're like a few laps in and you're already a bit of a F1 pro. <laughs> well, let's just hold on. <laughs> let's see how we do at the end of the race. You might change how you feel. Okay, so that was ESPN posting one of the best bits. From the <laughs> so, <laughs> viewers said unwatchable, clunky, and underwhelming. Um, so it's an alternate commentary when you have arguably the best two commentators that – they're like, oh, let's go away from that. Apparently, they're trying yeah. to copy NFL. NFL do a similar yes. one. Lots of lots of things do. Uh, like it, the NRL do it with uh, Hello Sport as well. To, currently, to uh, me, right. this it it adds nothing. At least get someone who is a professional commentator. Like Ricardo's, of course, going to have amazing things to say and, and have input into this race. Even Will Arnett's going to have some funny things, but it, it lacks a bit of polish. And you know, it also they're shooting themselves in the foot when they present it as a like a live stream as well, oh. you know, that, and it, also Ricardo was at the race. It looked like Arnett was somewhere zooming in. Like, oh, it, it, that would be it just like, Yeah, you can't get um, very good chemistry there. Some comments um, from people on Twitter um, about this setup. Quick Stop F1 podcast said, bruv, let me tell you, this Daniel Ricardo watch, watch along ting is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I had to switch off after two minutes. These men are hardly talking. Rob T three five five said, "Oh yeah, him had to <laughs> had to, had to switch to ESPN Plus for the Formula One race. What was that horse shit with Daniel Ricciardo and Will Arnett oh, from the grandstand? Crap." I will okay. I'll defend them. First time doing it, it's always going to oh, get better. Exactly, going to be clunky. Yes, one hundred percent. I would argue though, don't they, do it unless you're there in person. Yes, exactly. They didn't give themselves the best opportunity. I think it was too relaxed. That's what people didn't like. They oh, weren't really? actually commenting on the race at all. They did have um, a couple of guest friends of Daniel Ricciardo from the NFL players come on. Yeah, there were some funny bits for sure. There were some but super awkward silences I with think, that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And I think F1's a kind of sport where you sometimes do need a bit of hype in the commentary to make it exciting to watch. Yeah, that's right. And that's what I'm saying, like Croft, Croft is, and, and Brundle, they're really good at yeah. it, like padding. Yeah. Everyone always talks about with Ricardo leaving F1, he's just a shoe-in for a multi-year, multi-million-dollar no, contract in broadcasting. Yeah. Like, he'll be fine. Um, it's kind of cool that he's dipping his toe in and he won't be lose any dollars for this. Staying in F1, guys, Sports Gossip is proud to report, asterisk, that Lewis Hamilton is in a love triangle now with Shakira and Hollywood superstar Tom Cruise. Hey, guys, dating the queen of Latin music? 
Mission Impossible for Tom, but for Lewis, Mission Plausible. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We set that up so much and that was it. That's great. (laughs) No, apparently Cruz is also romantically interested in Shakira. Really? Yeah, the six-year-old said to have been flirting with the Colombian-born singer before she became involved with Hamilton and is uh, believed to have had incredible chemistry. Georgia? Just for the record, I'm also romantically interested in Shakira. Well, there's another 5'7 person interested. That's a a (laughs) (laughs) That's a quadrangle. That's a quadrangle with some shorter sides. You reckon reckon with Tom Cruise, he'd be like, oh, just do me a favour. Don't Google Scientology and my (laughs) ex-wife. Yeah, Yeah, probably just ignore that. Just like go on me socials. Representatives for Shakira Hamilton and Crows have not publicly commented on the reports, but they did tell Kick It Forward Sports Gossip directly with a big fat giant asterisk that, yep, it's nothing but a good old love triangle. Wow. Hips don't lie and neither do we. That's right. Well done, Harry. Mission accomplished. Jamming out. Look at it go. Oh. Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's Big House. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? Oh, what God. you gonna do when they come to Do something you love, boys, and you'll never work a day in your life. Is your hat, is your new wig <laughs> filling out the entire frame? You've got yeah, weak jumper head. headphones, oh, then what? head. There's four layers. <laughs> yeah, of- then Carlson scarf, then giddy jersey, <laughs> then hoodie. <laughs> uh, guys, Cormac writes in. Hi, right, Cormac. Good afternoon, tall Luke McGregor, Harry, and the 591. I have a case that needs to be referred to Harry's doghouse order. A good friend of mine still does not have his license and claims there have been no tests available in the entirety of Perth. For the last year and a half, when multiple friends have received their license. Mm. So, when there are two or more passengers in passengers in my car, only those with licenses may sit in the front seat <laughs> and have music playing privileges despite complaints. Is this fair or are the passenger princes suffering from discrimination? What is the verdict, Cormac? That's oh, right. a simple one, this one. Wonderful, wonderful, concise email, as um, you guys just alluded to. I'd give you a job at Harry's Big House any day for, um, you know, getting in, starting, starting your own punishments. Um, they're brilliant. However, I must tweak it slightly because <laughs> I feel like you're compromising your own integrity with the current setup. And I'll get to that to, uh, once I've assessed the case. What do you guys think about this, guys, by the way? Passenger princes and stuff? Yeah, I, it's, it's I, funny, like... I feel like everyone had a friend that just got their license five years after everyone else. Yeah, I was pretty late. I think I was like 20. And there's also always the guy that's like, oh, I'm from London. Like Harry, he didn't, because he grew up in London <laughs> for one day. He didn't get his license until he was 50. No, um, <laughs> yeah, there's always the guy from London who's like, oh, he didn't have a license. I'm 30 and I don't have a license. And it's like, oh, he probably get it. Yeah. Because it will save See us how that 18 year old's driving? You probably can as well. <laughs> you can probably You're figure 30. It out. 30, yeah, 30's old. It is old, but it's, it's not uncommon to meet someone from London or even particularly sometimes even Melbourne. Oh, you, we've all been there, obviously. Mm. And I just get trams around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, to the coffee shops. But I think I think Order. it's a, a good, <laughs> good punishment <laughs> to say, well, you can't drive in the front until you do it. 
Oh, God. I don't think it's enough, Harry. Order. Order. Guys, I don't want to spend too much time on the um, no test being available thing. That's rubbish and won't hold up in this courtroom. Oh, thank Mm. God. Josh, can you open the window, please? Yeah, sure. (laughs) I'm throwing that evidence straight out. (laughs) (laughs) Order. Guys, can you please? God, it's cold in here. I'm going to shut the window. Order. Cormac, you've charged your friend or friends with being passenger prince or princes. Let's stop down on this for a second. I'm going to put my hand up and say, I don't mind being driven around at all. All the issues my car has presented over the last couple of years have not made it easy, so I appreciate any time I'm able to ride along with a friend. Uh, But I do have my license and know when it's my turn, it's my turn. And there are also people that love being behind the wheel. You know, one, uh, Jay Garlop, I'm here. You like um, being in control of a motor vehicle, don't you, Josh? I don't really care. In control is a strong way of You always say you get car sick or motion sickness. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. (laughs) So you you don't care about motion sickness? Well, I... Proceed, is this... Oh, shit. Order, order, sorry. I shouldn't go after the... I shouldn't go after the... You underpay us anyway. I shouldn't go after the... I know, so do you. Um, hey, uh, Cormac, you, you're on, you, know, you don't for the record. Cormac, you're on the right track with your punishment. Stripping away music privileges is a great move, but you're in very dangerous areas when you restrict your friend or friends to only riding in the back seat. What you've done here is turned yourself into a chauffeur. You might be up front thinking that you're, you know, punishing this guy when in fact he's sitting back there with a big smile on his face being driven around like Prince Andrew with his personal driver and two bodyguards taking out the rest of the seats. Also... Um, Are you calling him a pedophile? No, no, no. Nothing to do with um, Prince Andrew's alleged actions. <laughs> different court. It's different yeah, court. Seriously. No, he's, he's a prince and, you know, uh, Prince Andrew's top of mind when you, when you come so to the So many other princes you could these have days. chosen. Yeah, there's yeah. a few top of <laughs> Order! Yeah, come sorry, on! Order! Have you seen this week, mate? Have you seen this week? It's scary. It's a big week. Also, in my opinion, being on the ox court isn't actually that good. Mm. Seriously, there's so much pressure associated with choosing a song that matches the mood and required energy. Cormac's friend, you have been found guilty of being a passenger prince. Cormac will no longer work for you. You will now work for Cormac if you wish to continue being driven around. From now on, if you are ever to be picked up by Cormac, you must do the following... Open the door for Cormac when you arrive at the destination and greet him every time. E.g., welcome, Mr. Cormac. You have arrived at your destination. (laughs) The expenses related to operating a motor vehicle are not cheap. Reggio, fuel, maintenance, fines, to name a few. Jeez. You will be paying Cormac back with this method. After five lifts, Cormac is eligible to go through (laughs) Macca's or any takeaway outlet of your choice, including Muzzbuzz, and order items from his of his choosing up to the value of $15. After 10 rides, you'll be covering the cost of one premium drive-through car wash. 20 lifts will be equal to a full wash and detail. 50 lifts, you're paying for a full 92-point auto service, my friend. (laughs) Okay. This payback, guys, this scheme will also be executed as a retroactive penalty. So these could these could start flowing in, these benefits oh, to Cormac. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of muzz buzz. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Finally, one of the great privileges of being a passenger prince or passenger princess is having your partner place their hand on the inside of your thigh while you drive <laughs> along. 
You must place your hand on the inside of Cormac's thigh so that he gets to feel this great sensation. This is why you said Prince Andrew. Mm, no, no, still nothing to do with it. Other X-rated acts while driving may also be considered if you feel like you really want to pay him back. Drive safe, guys. Case closed. Wow. Oh, well done, Harry. So you've basically <laughs> ordered him to pay hundreds of dollars <laughs> and also molest his mate. Order. Asterisk. <laughs> Who let that oh, fucking window close back? Close that window. Oh. Don't let that evidence back in here. Dear Muscles. superstars. Hold regard. You've got mail. Welcome to Mail It In, where we hear from you, the fans. Thank you so much for everyone that corresponded this week. We've only got time for, it's already been a very long podcast, um, a couple of emails, and we'll I- also go through the voicemails. But we've got some IRL mail back. What do you reckon of that? Like we oh, love it. It's yeah. not really a mail base, just people we met. Yeah, 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 for sure. For Number sure. one, George the cop who arrested Harry. Harry taught oh, me through it. Okay, we're doing some filming in Richmond and um, cop car drives past. Wells the siren, woo! And then I get gets my attention, I look at him and he's, you know the two fingers? He goes, mm. come here, mate. Yeah. Like, oh, God, what have, we, what have I done here? He goes, something along the lines of, Harry, you're in big trouble, mate, for drinking all the beers in Richmond. <laughs> we lost very, very funny. Good on you, George. That was awesome. That was great. He was down from Geelong, I think, uh, mm. drives up and enjoys the pot on the way in, and uh, then he agreed to um, arrest me for, for, in fact, drinking all the beers in Richmond. Drinking all the beers. We had a couple of rapid fire people we met. Uh, Matt and Josh, Kiwi legends, we met at the London. Adam, Darcy, Nick, Dylan, Scott. Oh, wait, they're just all the producer crew. Um, Adam Adam <laughs> listens to the pod, and uh, he said Giorgio is his favourite, and I left and took some cans yeah. of bubbly. Yeah, Josh him. goes, Josh goes, Giorgio, you're so polarizing. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, some people, you're their favorite and others hate you. I was like, really? People. Which ones? Know. Name them. Oh, no, I'm just saying it's a, it's a good place that? you want to be. How, Kyle Sandilands has made an entire career out of being loved or hated. You are the new Kyle Sandilands. I don't think you've ever said anything so offensive to me in your life. Uh, what, the Carl, the Carl thing? Outside, um, <laughs> few boys outside uh, one of the bars we went to, uh, brothers Charlie and Jack, um, lovely to chat to, and their friend Johnsy, whose Uber we stole. We accidentally took Johnsy's Uber. He was um, chewing our ear mm. off. Johnsy was a lot. Um, no, no, then- he, he was chewing our ear off and his jaw was also chewing itself off. But we um, – <laughs> He's an awesome. <laughs> he was a really good dude though. He was fucking funny and we jumped in his Uber. It was very funny. At one point uh, all I could, all I could get on him was um, going to high-five him every time. And then dodging him, and then one of um one of Charlie or Jack go, oh um ask if he'll do his Joker impression, and I go, can anyone do a Joker impression? And his eyes lit up, and he did his Joker impression. I was just pissing myself to um too much to even notice if it was good, but he ended up like grabbing my face and doing the whole like fake cutting thing. It was very funny. So shout out to Johnsy and, and why so boys. serious, Johnsy? Mm. But well done. Uh, move on. We just had a comment today. We put up a very emotional dad video, which I really liked, but not many people also liked it. But someone just wrote on the Instagram, I came here to laugh, not feel. Oh, well, that's <laughs> the idea, isn't it? Hey, by the way, kick it forward mailbag at gmail.com is the place to send your emails. And we're going to go right now to the voicemail. 0426 071 296. Leave a voicemail. Let's get to today's ones. Uh, yeah, there's a couple coming. I haven't really checked it yet. Here we go. Oh, uh, hello. Um, look, saw this number commented on a video, actually, on the uh, on the hub. And, look, I just thought I'd let you know that. Um <laughs> If you want to report the comment and find the video, please go to uh, 57 Bookman 
pulls himself at local footy games while his mates play in the car park featuring Red Sea. Uh, I believe the Red Sea part is due to what was playing on the radio, which was Party Rock Anson uh, from the hit duo uh, LMFAO. Um, okay, cheerio. Thank you. Oh, oh so, okay. so elaborate. Can- uh, yes. Hi, Josh. It is Dr. Philip Boosters here. I'm just calling in regards to the examination and the results from the test that we did the other day. Give me a call back pretty soon, please, on 04. To return the call oh my God. to listen to this. That's such shit chat. <laughs> Oh, but like he had the layup right there to be like, oh, uh, you know, you have um, anal, anus, anal, anal or some penis. shit or something. <laughs> no, nothing. Just hangs up. <laughs> it's quite good. He, well, he surprised us. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah. He element of surprise. All right, let's go to the emails. Hello, I need some urgent help. I've just been entrusted with emceeing my sister's wedding and need some tips from the absolute friggin' pros. You've come to the right place. <laughs> or the wrong place, depending on which weddings you've been to and seen us perform. Please note... I don't have much experience with public speaking and I haven't been able to piss next to someone since the war <laughs> unless I'm shit-faced because it's the only thing that brings me back brings back my confidence. I'm a little sh- literal shell of a man since returning. Well, not like a literal crustacean shell or a plastic pool, just like a metaphor shell, like an <laughs> empty cask. Uh, you've probably heard it before, but I thought it better make sure you knew what I meant when I said I'm a shell of a man. I don't know. This is all one sentence. I don't know. I'm even telling you this. It's never uh, met you really. That's really weird. I feel like you've known me though and I have met you. Where, where do you reckon? They'll go, that's all in brackets. Great. So seriously, any <laughs> tips would be great. Cut that uh, whole bit out. And by the way, love the pod. Not. <laughs> I nice. listen to it every morning so I know the rest of the day will only get better. Yours sincerely, Jordan, a Richmond fan. Let's start with our most experienced guy, Harry. Any tips? No, no, you'd be the most experienced. Oh, MC. wedding MC, but you're the most. Oh. we've all MC'd weddings first and yeah, foremost. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, what I want to say here first, um, Jordan, is that you're in a pretty good position here now. You, it's reading this email on that giant um, sentence in the brackets that I hope Josh edited out. Um, you, you're obviously pretty good at self-deprecating comedy. Now that's the style I want you to go for here. I don't want you to get up there and pretend you're some big confident public speaker because you might not necessarily be comfortable with doing that. And you know what? Someone that – I've been to a couple of weddings where it is someone that, you know, isn't necessarily that type of person and it's been awesome. Yeah. They're just honestly being themselves. What you can also do is pick someone out of the crowd as a punching bag and um, just make fun of them. That's always fun. My uh, number one tip would be the best improv is prepared. So in a wedding, there's so many jokes that it's the easiest layer because everyone's in a Mm. good mood. Yes, there's a lot of shared knowledge amongst the group about a thing. So maybe everyone went to the Bucks and there was a thing that happened. Someone ate shit. You could easily rip on that person. Maybe there's something yourself that does that as well. Um, or maybe there was something literally in the ceremony that could be pointed to uh, that you could also bring up in uh, on the fly, but you've also taken note of it. And if you can pick, say, two or three people or even one or two people from each side of the family – Bring, get them involved. Mm. Have that little anecdote that Josh just mentioned about because chances are every person on that side of the family knows them and they're like, it's just, you know, get them involved. It's good. It's good fun. Um, and my advice would be um, just have fun. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, Fraser says, I was at the gym a couple of weeks ago minding my own business. Um, we might just summarize this one, but basically uh, Fraser was at the gym and he is not a gym goer. He said he looks like Josh and he was doing some weights and one of the trainers came up and just said, um, probably lifting a bit too much there. Um, (laughs) 
which was <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, Fraser then said, half an hour later, I'm finished up and ready to get on with my day. It's a Friday morning. I've got certain beers around the corner at knockoff and a weekend full of endless possibilities ahead of me. Yep. I was walking towards the exit ready to tackle the day, but there he is looming like a fucking gargoyle perched on the end of the counter. It's the gym guy. I'm right at the end. The door slides open, beckoning me into the outside world. Just as I'm walking past, he leans in and delivers the death blow. Have a great day. Big man. It's a fucking dagger in the guts. Delivered with zero remorse. Um, he couldn't even respond. It was the biggest champing I've ever received in my life. And I froze like a glacier. Uh, it says he's yet to recover. Boys, um, what do we do Fraser, here? Fraser. First of all, um, Fraser, mate, that's not a reflection on you or your weight. That is a reflection of Jim Bloke who has tiny dick energy and he's clearly insecure about himself. Mm. He has to comment on weight lifting uh, other people and whatever weights they're lifting. I need to defend the jack dudes out there because I, I loop myself in. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Boys, um, one more here. We um, we started this pod with piss chat and we, it looks like we're going to end this pod with piss chat. Yeah, that's right. We, I'd say we didn't even start the entire podcast this season to become a piss pod, it's a sport pod. But <laughs> speak for yourself. I was, it's bodily, I, was, yeah, I, was always, it's, I was always pushing this towards Georgio's oh, yeah. 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 thing. Hey this guys, is, you got a new idea? What if I just drink piss? And we're like, oh fuck, mate. Uh, drinking piss, funny man. Piss, yeah. Okay, yeah. anyway, 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 order. Brad Kirk writes in. All the recent talk about urinal power plays has given me the courage to come forward. As a victim of urinal power plays, I just want others to know they aren't alone. In short, this has happened to me multiple times now. You know, on the piss troughs that have the metal grate to stand on so that when you piss, uh, when your piss dribbles, it lands in the trough still. Mm. We, we don't know those. I'm a thoughtful member of society and don't want the cleaner having to clean my piss from the floor, so always stand in the trough. But in, but in comes a scum of the earth bloke, pulls up next to me and chooses not to stand on the grate. This results in the piss falling short, landing flush on the bottom of the trough and splashing directly onto my feet. I was wearing Birkenstocks <laughs> at the time. Oh. <laughs> you don't mean when to get I, them wet. <laughs> when I confronted the bloke and said, mate, you're pissing on my feet. Hit the back of the trough. He simply said, oh, sorry, and took a step over. I need your advice. Should I be a scum and not stand on the grate and let some cleaner deal with it? Or do I keep doing God's work and deal with others' piss on my feet? Regards, a victim of society. No, Brad, you're doing the right thing and for you to confront this person was very brave. Brave email. Yeah. And Brad, um, be the change you want to see. Yeah, that's Keep it. standing on that trough. Piss in the sink. No, That's no, no. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, boys, I'm leaving uh, a little bit. Oh, oh yes, okay. that's a lot. Before load. we go, we have now to figure out who we're going to have next uh, week on the pod. Well, what about this? What if I just send, like, such a long update that you don't need anyone on the pod? I'll just tell a story. No, well, we anticipated like- that. So we're going to do the pod later next week because we're going to have to trim down what you sent. Because <laughs> it's going to no, be two I will hours. Be, uh, I will be sending uh, weekly updates so you can uh, keep up to date with what I'm doing um, and also so that I feel more involved. Yeah, for sure. You're going to be missed, mate. Last year it was actually sad to see you go. Mm-hmm. But we've um, we've got some great applicants. I mean – uh, we've got some great uh, potential replacements <laughs> coming in. Temporary. 
No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I said applicants. Giorgio. I won't come back otherwise. Giorgio, it's uh, <laughs> there's plenty of bodies of water in Europe for me to drown myself. Giorgio, in. Giorgio so we can have the house. In case this is the last pot I would do with you, it's been a pleasure, mate. <laughs> we probably need some sad music. <laughs> I miss you, man, and um, I love you, and um, mm. goodbye. No, no, it's oh no, I'll be I'll be back. No, it's no, no, only, goodbye. Um, it's only it's only five weeks. Yeah, 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 sure, buddy. Yeah, sure. It's just in five your, weeks. In your power. Yeah. Um, just make you know what? Have have a great time over there. Like it's your last ever holiday. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Have a great trip. See you next week.